I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. Uh, I'm Tim, and the topic of our podcast today, the title is Desperate Love, the story of... Chuck Walters. <laughs> story of me and my right hand, uh, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> the story of Tony Joe Henry and Cowboy, her lover Cowboy. So, but before we get to that, it's a tale of love. It's a tale of mayhem, Whoa. murder, and mayhem. It's a, it's a kind of a, it's kind of a sad story. My, my, my heart kind of bleeds a bit for Tony Joe, but we'll, we'll talk about that. I think Tony Joe is pretty stupid. No, she was, a, she was very attractive. Oh well, she that makes her not stupid. I, then I saw her picture, but I, I have to confess, I have not read the story. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then it's going to be a surprise for all of us, I suppose. <laughs> well, much like you, General Listener, I, uh, I, I am in anticipation of a of a uh, tale of murder and mayhem and hot women. You know, uh, Colonel, what you can do is after we record this, you can listen to it. Then you'll get the whole story. I'll get the whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be like, oh. I, I'm glad we'll, you know, that we'll be of some entertainment value to you. You know, the reason why I send these scripts out ahead of time is so you guys can read them. Uh, oh. I read mine, Timmy. Thank uh, you. Okay. I, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying. I'm reading mine right now. Uh, what the hell are you complaining about? Okay, let me introduce our panel. We have, uh, to my left is the very lovely and talented, the mistress of the macabre, the uh, empress of evil, Satan's dirty little secret. Wow. And whore. <laughs> the beautiful Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? Not appreciating the nicknames. That's what. That's how I'm doing today. Well, we'll let the audience choose your nickname. If our listeners will send us a nickname for you that c- captures your personality... We will, that you know, that we can say on the air, we uh-huh. will um, use that nickname the next time. How's that? Is that fair enough? Because you've got some fans. I'm a little bit high today, Timmy. I know. You were, Brandy had a late night last night. You was at the emergency room. I you, was. You was a true, you're a true, true. I'm pretty sure you dedicated, just some HIPAA things there. Dedicated yes, professional to come in today thing. to do this podcast. But uh, yes. are you still a little, um, I'm still, they gave me a lot of morphine. I'm still a little high. Okay. Which is fine. I come in, you know, most days. Yeah, actually, and they should give you more morphine because I know notice they should you've been give me more or less unpleasant than you normally are. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, or they should give morphine to the colonel and I. Oh, yeah, and give, yeah, give us something. Hit us in the head with a damn hammer. Or something. Yeah, because then you'd be more pleasant. But Brandy, we're glad that you came in today. You're a true professional. 
That's in true statement. Uh, yeah. I would like to introduce your um, co-worker and um, a man of many talents, the most dangerous man in podcasting today, the Honorable Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm displeased to me. Why are you displeased, Colonel? You, you I seem sit little... around this table because you know what <laughs> I had to do? I could have had my personal assistant down in my office get my computer fixed. Yeah. But yet I had to be there. Right. Uh, then the show got put on delay. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to read my script. So, so uh, well, that's what it was. It was an opportunity missed. So you're yeah. feeling a little f- flustered. I'm feeling a little flustered. I'm feeling a little aggravated. And, uh, but, you know. The show as, must go as on. As the colonel say, um, I could always be Satan's handmaiden. <laughs> over, like her over here. So and, I guess it's a good day. And what does the role, what is the role of Satan's handmaiden? I be, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, devil. But isn't the job of Satan's handmaiden to uh, move his little... Fork tail, reading, give you know, him a my, my give job, Satan a reach around. My job as Satan's handmaiding is to fuck up people who <laughs> keep running their jib. So I mean, isn't it hot? Is is is, 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 is that's my job? That? Satan, so are you? Is Satan is, got the hot hot pecker. You think she's into Satan porn? Oh, she is. She is, is there such thing as Satan porn? <laughs> I'm sure there is. There's Satan midget porn. There's There's alien porn, right? Hmm? There's alien porn. Alien porn. There's donkey porn. There's My Little Pony porn. The fact that you all know all this is concerning, but you know, you don't see me talking about it. Uh, Okay, okay. Uh, Colonel, any shout outs real quick? I got to give a shout out to uh, Beverly. Mm -hmm. Um, Lady Beverly. Lady Beverly and her. I'm going to throw this in here because I usually. um, and, And actually. We discourse from time to time mm-hmm. in Lady Beverly. Well, and uh, Lady Beverly they, they has, talk. A, has a daughter. Uh-huh. And a girl, this might be the girl who cures cancer. Really? I mean, the girl's just a genius. Mm-hmm. She She's was telling me about her grades. And I got two pretty damn smart kids, and I was embarrassed to talk about mine. Of course, I'm most, most I was going to say, aren't you most of the yeah. time? But, and uh, I'm sure the feeling is mutual with you. Well, kids. yeah, they're not—they're not bragging about the current a lot. Um, my kids have listened to one podcast each, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah. So, Lady Beverly, you—we know that you that you're uh, having a little bit of ailments, but you you you're just the same old lovely Lady Beverly that you always are, and she's uh, she you know she I mean a woman only like. Maybe forty years old or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I saw a picture because we're Facebook friends, but you know, I don't know how old she. We is. we appreciate you listening, Lady Beverly. We hope you're feeling better soon. But and she's but and say and a shout out to your daughter, your lovely daughter, and a shout out to uh, to our little little friend, our little lady friend, mm-hmm. Dottie Scott. Yes, she's still recovering. Dottie from Scott, her. who you tried to kill, Timmy. I did Why not try to kill her. I, I, I did not. She had an unfortunate accident, and she is healing and mending, and uh, she'll be anxious to hear our podcast. She loves our podcast. Also, a shout out to Canute and Always. Stone. And Storm. Storm. What the hell? Storm. Stone. See, I got my script up. Uh, he's, he's I'm off my game. Yeah, today. he is. I also want to give some shout outs quickly to. Um, uh, Allie, who, uh, you know, she mentioned on our Facebook page that she's actually from Newcastle, New South Wales in Australia, where Catherine um, why Knight you, is Why from. do you keep getting in? What, what's wrong with you? Her name's Catherine. Whatever. 
But you whatever. Know. I mean, it, <laughs> really? It's just a Wait a minute. Didn't you just have this whole discussion with your kids about? Her name's pronounced whatever. But I mean, when you're doing a story, Catherine, have you never seen a Catherine before, for God's sake? Okay, Catherine Knight uh, was the topic of our last podcast, and Allie lives in that same town, Newcastle, New South Wales, and she said her, I believe she said her brother or maybe one of her relatives worked at the same slaughterhouse as uh, Catherine. I'm not well, sure. Thankfully, well, thankfully, I'm not sure it was the same time. in the face by the crazy ass. Yeah, she, uh, Catherine was... Uh, Catherine, for fuck's sake, <laughs> Catherine. Okay, we also want to do some shout-outs to Mary Ray, to Celine, uh, to Marvin, our friend from uh, Down Under as well in Australia. He says his wife, he loves listening, but his wife thinks that we talk over each other too much. So, What's that? <laughs> we would I like, don't think we do. We would like to make a personal sandwich plea, <laughs> plea to Marvin's wife. Let's do it. Please, Marvin, Marvin's wife, Mrs. Marvin, please give us another chance. And come on, Miss Marvin, one please. more shot. And Brandy, what? So we're 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 doing a shout out to Marvin's wife so that she will listen again. So excellent. Come yeah. on, come on, Mrs. Marvin. This never happened to the Colonel before. Yeah. It happened one time. A we while don't handle again. rejection well. We don't. Uh, shout out to Brittany Nicole. Uh, and Trish and um, Charlene, Charlie, um, she has a podcast called Unblocked, and she's uh, very active on our Facebook page. And um, Unblocked, yeah, yeah, it's really good. She, she, it's actually professional. She interviews like authors and things. So unlike ours, no, not, not like ours at all. And uh, so, if it's called Unblocked, uh, check it out on iTunes. Um, it's really good. And Scott, of course, with his Bastards of the Universe, is available on Podcast Garden. So if you get a chance. Check out those. Uh, I think that's all the shout-outs I have. Casey is going to be joining us um, soon, right, for a podcast? He's very excited. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. So, Casey, uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. Brandy, do you have any uh, shout-outs today? Not today. Okay. So let's jump into the story here of Desperate Love, the story of Tony, Joe Henry, and Cowboy. And... um, it's kind of a sad story, like I said. It's a romantic story, but there was cold-blooded murder involved. So, you know, for all you sickos out there, like that sort of thing, I don't particularly care for blood. I love. I'm. I'm a romantic myself, but yes, you're known for being a romantic. Yeah. So, so uh, plenty of fish. <laughs> Tony Joe Henry uh, was born Annie Beatrice McQuiston on January third, nineteen sixteen. Um, that was just two days after the New Year. Very, very astute. <laughs> she was the uh, so her 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 mother was pregnant during the holidays. She was, and it sucks being pregnant during the holidays. Uh, have you been pregnant during the holidays? I have. Okay, well, it's her mother was obviously. Well, she pregnancy lasts nine months for Christ's sake. That means three quarters of the people in the world are going to be pregnant during the holidays. Well, just it ain't like it's a unique phenomenon. No, but she was ready to drop if it was January third. Anyway, uh, she was born on January third, nineteen sixteen. She was she was the only woman ever to be uh, executed in the uh, state of Louisiana. So you give away the ending of the story. You already ruined it. Well, I'm, I'm really Could you do? Spoil? It's a hook. It's a hook. It's to get draw people in. Could you do spoil alert for me? Uh, spoiler, well, you, spoiler. you don't know about the story, so it's all new to you. You haven't read it. Well, my my script here says trial and execution, so that should have been a okay. Anyway, should have been a clue. Yeah. Okay. We promised Mrs. Marvin we wouldn't talk over each other, so must be good. 
So born, she was born in Shreveport, Louisiana. We do a lot of stories in Louisiana, don't we? Because they're crazy people. Now. Yeah, they're cool people, but crazy. Um, she was the third of five children, uh, which means they were two children, <laughs> two children, which were uh, younger than her. Uh, she was described as being very spirited and full of energy as a child. Which means she was a handful. She, she, was, was, like, a handful. <laughs> she was like Noah. Spirited oh. and full of energy. Yes, yes, spirited. Like Brandy's little one. Yeah. Anyway, her mother died of tuberculosis, which is also known the as... The consumption. The consumption. Uh, her mother died of the consumption when Annie was just six years old. Poor thing. And later her father remarried, and she didn't get along with her stepmother, so she was not happy with that whole... Uh, you know, step parent thing. Yeah. Um, when she was 13, Annie took a job um, at a macaroni factory, which I guess there was where they made nice macaroni. I'm guessing they make macaroni there. I wonder if they make the cheese there too. No, I think that's in a separate place, and then they you know they they bring them together. Do you? They merge them. I wonder if it was elbow macaroni or regular macaroni. <laughs> Did it say? Spiral. You don't really research these very well, do you, Tim? No, I really don't. So, at 13, she went to work at a macaroni factory. And, you know, that's a pretty responsible position at 13 to be working in a macaroni factory. <laughs> Got to make sure that shit bends just right. <laughs> but she was fired because the manager found out that her mother had died of tuberculosis. So, they were still... Oh, yeah, yeah. that's... That's yeah. when they had the stigma about the consumption. Well, yeah, it was still, you know, there was no cure, and it was still a, a big problem. So um, she was fired at 13, and her, when her dad found out, he beat the hell out of her. Well, yeah. Uh, Clearly. That's yeah, what should have happened. Yeah. It's just kind of sad. Consumption so, carrying little and, uh, deviant. She wasn't um, tuberculosis Annie. Uh, anyway, tuberculosis you know, Annie. And, and tell me this, Timmy. Uh, Last night... We're driving, and we got to go to the store. I was in the hospital. You were in the hospital, and this has to do with illness. So, yeah, the Mrs. Colonel, she got a cold, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and did she have to go to the hospital? <clears throat> Excuse me, the Colonel. See, you getting something in his throat now. But the Colonel, it's a pube. I'm. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so vile and disgusting? <laughs> and, and you know, and then she gets all these comments on Facebook like, yeah, oh, how sweet she is. Yeah, how, sweet she is yeah. and how hard we are you on her. You are. You guys are mean. Could you be woman? Could you be delicate and womanly one time? Be ladylike. Yeah. I mean, I, that, I respect that Curse for us, Timmy. please. You should curse for us. Yeah. You should say curtsy. <laughs> I, I can't. Curse Yeah, so anyway, the colonel in the van, in yeah. the SUV. She got a SUV. Down by the river. Down by the, no, it's, I'm in, I'm in a Mr. Colonel car, so she got the nice car. Um, and she decides, first of all, we go out to eat. The colonel mobile. The colonel mobile. The colonel wagon. And uh, I order a drink. She orders a drink. And uh, it's a soft drink. I, I, I just want to interrupt. Oddly, I don't see this in, in, on the script anywhere. It's important, Timmy. It's important. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so the story you haven't read. I'm so, dozing off. So the colonel, uh, this is something that is universal, and it's flu season, so people need to know about. Is right. somebody come uh, rappelling in the restaurant this. during this story? Because it's going to have to pick up here a little bit. Okay. So the colonel. It's not really compelling at this point. If you were going to be finished, it would get compelling. So the colonel and Miss Colonel ordered their drinks. She ordered some raspberry tea, and I ordered diet cherry ginger ale. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of both red. So she was coughing and hacking and, you know, wheezing everything for three days. And she says, I'm not sure if this is mine or yours. Uh, 
She takes a drink and she's like, here, taste this. I'm like, you, you got the Ebola infested straw. What the hell's wrong? And she's like, well, let me taste And pulls her straw out of her drink, puts it into my drink, Timmy. That's outrageous. It, and I said, what the hell been is wrong with you? Damn near 30 years. I had to get the waitress. I was like, could you get me one that ain't AIDS contaminated? Could you replace my drink? Really? Yeah, because Typhoid Mary over here, all up in my business. So then she decided. Now, when we take the. I was sleeping on the sofa last night. When we take the Miss Colonel car, Timmy. Is that why you're grumpy? She drives. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So then she decides on the way home, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to. You drive. So now I got to go touch her Jeremy steering wheel. And then she's in the car in a closed contained area coughing. Coughing, Timmy. Coughing. I Spreading her disease to the colonel. She's got some stones, that one, coughing in the car. Well, she should have had her head hanging out the window. Thank in you. In the rain. Thank she you. should have done that. Thank you very much. See, oh, we finally found yes. something we can agree on. 12 oh, degrees. Absolutely. So if the colonel get a cold. Outrageous colonel. Miss Colonel. Uh, Timmy, you, you, I know you didn't pass the bar. but uh, I did not take the bar. You know something about torts? Yes. Do you think the colonel have action against uh, her? No. No. I think... That uh, she has, uh, she has actually, yeah, she she has grounds grounds for divorce, which is what she has. But okay, but anyway, let's move on, shall we? We shall. Well, could we get to the story? Yes, thank you, Colonel. Well, if we didn't have to detour for that snore fast, yeah, that you know, <laughs> I was keep I kept waiting for the you know the climax. It just never got there. Yeah, he's used to that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she was beaten by her father when she lost her job at the macaroni factory, even though it wasn't her fault. It wasn't poor uh, Annie's fault. So Annie um, kind of, you know, she was unhappy with her life. Uh, her brothers, her sisters were doing well in school. They became nurses. And her brothers took jobs as laborers. But Annie, um, she just was becoming more and more out of control. She was growing up. She was growing up beautiful. Uh, if you've seen pictures of her, Colonel, you know she was a very attractive... She was hot enough. Yeah, she was Hiding very attractive. the 4th of July. Yeah, by, by the age 13, though, um, she changed her name to Tony Joe and started working in a brothel in Shreveport, uh, yes. Louisiana. So she turned into a whore. Well, I don't like to use that word. Yes, I, you do. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to be judgmental. She, she was working at a brothel, and, um, she, you know, she was very popular because she was... Man, at 13, though, wow. That's, That's gross. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, yeah, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Thought of that, yeah. But even at 13, she started um, she started using drugs. Um, mm-hmm. She was drawn to prostitution because it was one of the few things that she could do at that age, and she, she wanted to get out of the house because she didn't like, as I said, she didn't like her stepmother, and her dad was beating her. Um, so um, she used her look. She was very petite. She was very pretty, jet black hair. So... Uh, getting customers was not a problem for her. Um, she started smoking, started drinking, started smoking uh, cannabis, which oh. I know that... Uh, the devil's lettuce. Uh, I know that Brandy's very familiar with that substance. The devil's lettuce. Too. And um, uh, she started uh, doing cocaine. Um, she started well, yeah. taking cocaine and uh, created quite a cocaine addiction that uh, almost killed her. And uh, running in these circles in the brothels, she became familiar with uh, Shreveport's uh, underworld. So she got to know some of the more shadier characters in the, that area. The more shadier? Yeah, the shadier characters of that area. The underbelly. The underbelly. 
She was um, arrested several times in her teens, including once for assault. Uh, she assaulted a customer who apparently, I don't know if he didn't pay her or she didn't want to be bothered. I don't know what happened, but she basically, she avoided prison because of her age. But despite, um, despite um, yeah. her hard living, yes. um, she she was one of the most beautiful women in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, and uh, she, as I said, she had dark, beautiful dark hair, green eyes. It was quite a catch, and the guys were fawning all over her. Well, you know, at the age of twenty three, so she's been she's been whoring for a while at this point. Yeah, but she's still very young. Well, she's very young, but you know, when you're a whore for ten years, you get you look kind of use the term whore. That's so degradatory. Let's say so what they were. <laughs> I mean, she, was, she had to look road hard and put away wet. No, no, no. She was beautiful. Even when when they, I don't want to give away the ending, but even when they put her in an electric chair, <laughs> yeah, she, she was smo- She was hot. She was, smoking. <laughs> was she, she was smoking. Was she smoking? She was smoking, Timmy. She, she was I, I could say she was smoking. Yeah. Well, she was. No, she was very beautiful. Let's talk about this love story. Okay. It, it, warms, it warms the cockles of my soul. Yes, Chuck's cockles. <laughs> Somebody warm my cockles, please. <laughs> For the love if of I me. can't get a personal assistant, can I at least get somebody to warm my cockles? I Cockle think uh, Tony Joe was warming some cockles when her. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk. Let's stop. Uh, I, I like Tony Joe. We're going to be nice to her. So, yeah, okay. So she's she's working at a whorehouse at the age of twenty three. Awful. It's massage parlor. Well, this says whorehouse. I, like I'm reading the script. <laughs> yeah, I should have edited. Okay, it. so at the age of twenty three, in the fall of nineteen thirty nine, picture it. Fall of 1939. Fall of 1939. Depression just ending. Roosevelt, Roosevelt is president. Louis Huey Long is probably governor. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Every man a king. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she I love my Huey Long. And then she met she met cowboy Claude Henry, 26, a down-on-his-luck boxer with a history of petty crimes and violence. So this is a match made in heaven, it sounds like. Oh, it sounds like it. And they fell for each other hard. Yeah. Cowboy actually ended up being a positive influence on young Tony Joe. Helped her overcome her alcohol and drug addiction. See? Got her out of the brothel. See? Well, yeah. yeah. It was a positive influence. And Ain't nobody wants somebody banging your girlfriend all day. What do you do? Well, I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah, but he did He did get her off of but the drugs. Awkward at cocktail parties. <laughs> it is. When she shows up with another date. <laughs> so, Tony Joe credited the cowboy. For saving her life, I wonder if this was a self. It was one of those, you know, self-named monikers. Like he, oh, he like, gave it to himself, like, like the Colonel uh, or, the cow- or Hawk. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, just walk ca- around, call me Cowboy. There's a Cowboy in my book club, but I don't want to get diverted from our. Okay. So the couple married on November 25th, 1939. That was right before Thanksgiving. That it was right around there. Yeah. Uh, they honeymooned in Southern California. And the couple was extremely... They were just happy as hell. Well, they were honeymoon. They were on their honeymoon. But the, yeah. Cow- yeah, but the cowboy had a past. Oh. oh. Well, so did the whore. Da, da, da. Don't call her a whore, please. She's Dude, a- what is your deal with this woman? <laughs> Stop! You got a crush on the woman? She's, she's a very nice young lady. She had this, what? She's a little damaged. That's all. She's a, she's Hold a little damaged. Now fired. we found it. Yes. Now we found it. She's da- and she's got daddy issues. If you don't, for our listeners who who, who don't know us personally. Oh, there we go. Um, Timmy, if you're out there, you, you ladies, and, and you like Timmy, and Timmy, uh, well, he, he's, he's a handsome man, I suppose. I don't know. 
He's peculiar. Um, he's a he's a peculiar what man. Do you always say that for him. If you have if you have daddy issues and you're damaged in some way, Timmy will date you. Tim, or or you, granddaddy issues. Or granddaddy issues. Yeah, Timmy is He'll the man for you because he uh, he takes in every damaged stray puppy he can find. Look, you want you date one heroin addict, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're labeled for life. Well, okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, upon returning from their honeymoon, they received a telegram to appear in court in Texas on a shooting charge. Now, see, I just don't. I, I wouldn't respond to a telegram uh, myself. Well, not not now, but you know, back in the day. So they sent a telegram to say, they, "Hey, uh, come on down here so we can arrest you." Basically. There was a barroom brawl with an off-duty policeman mm-hmm. a few years prior, uh, and there were some shots fired. Uh, Cowboy turned up at court despite Tony Joe's pleas. Tim to go on the run with her. And uh, that would have been a wise choice, I think. Two trials. Mm-hmm. Both of them ended in convictions. Uh, in January of 1940, Claude Cowboy Henry was sentenced to 50 years in the Texas State Penitentiary. He's lucky he didn't get the chair. Texas State Penitentiary at Huntsville. A sentence which both shocked and infuriated Tony Joe, who had believed all along that her husband's story of self-defense and was almost certain of his acquittal. So she was a believer. Yeah. On, so the honeymoon was over. Uh, yeah. On hearing the sentence, she vowed to get him out of jail and thus embarked on a series of, of most amazing criminal acts in which... Criminal acts, which in reality had no hope of success. Yeah, it was poorly planned, Upon the least. Yes. Upon hearing the sentence of 50 years in prison, she shrieked, I'll get you out, cowboy! Don't you worry. What did she say, Brandy? She said, I'll get you out, cowboy. Don't you worry. How did you not hear me? What? Well, we just like the accent. You, yeah, kinda, we like, you kind of got a little twinge out of me there, devil. Well, I, like the, I like the accent well, on that's you. that's gross. I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> she took her vow very seriously, moving to Beaumont, Texas, where they do not allow dancing, according to Footloose. Was that in Beaumont? Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Kevin Bacon went down and changed all that. Well, he did. Yeah. I, Beaumont may have been the neighboring town where they, right. there was some Beaumont, Texas in there. So they either had the dance in Beaumont. It's been a minute since I've seen it. It's one of my favorites, though. So anyway, so she moved to Beaumont to be near her husband's new residence. Well, with his jail cell. Whatever. That's, is that his residence? Yeah, okay. That's where he gets his There name. she plotted to get her man back. See, that's, that's true love there. You, you're calling all these bad names. She's a woman in love. She's, she's just a woman in love. a woman on a mission. She is just a woman in love, and she'll do anything. Yes, yeah, she will. Tony Joe had contacts in the criminal underworld in Louisiana and southern Texas. I uh, see. Yeah. Or the, she had contacts. She had contacts. She was hanging around with Jack Ruby back then. And Maybe. she immediately started making plans to, bring, to spring Cowboy from his jail cell, despite being warned that the idea was hopeless. Yeah, it wasn't. It's it was a terrible idea. Because she's ter- not very bright. Well, she's a whore. So <laughs> just because you got a nice set of boobs on you, don't make you smart. Don't say bad That's things. No, about true, no truer words were ever spoken. Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, I don't. It's, you know what? From personal experience, it's hard to have a nice set of boobs and be smart. That's. I mean, it's hard. It's very stressful. It's, for it's me. hard for the colonel as well. Yeah, I know clearly. Well, his <laughs> boobs are new though. When you have them a while. Hold on. First of all, <laughs> listeners, I don't have boobs, and she ain't smart. You have okay. man boobs. What? You have man boobs. It's it's okay. You know, claim them. But you should really be measured properly. The colonel down seven pounds. 
So leave me alone. Victoria's Secret makes a nice little cut for that. (laughs) So um, to spring her husband, Tony Tony Joe teamed up with a young man named Harold Burks, Mm -hmm. uh, who was known as Arkansas. So everybody's got a nickname now. I bet. I bet he's from Arkansas. I'd go out on the limb. So Wild guess. She called him Arky. For short. Yeah. She knew him much. She had a good role. Well, he was, he, her BFF. He was in a boy band. He was Arky Ark. That's how it was. a boy band, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Uh, and he had served a sentence in Huntsville and was presently absent without leave from the Ark. He was AWOL. <laughs> he was so AWOL from the Ark and he had been in prison. Yeah, he's AWOL, been to prison, winner, winner, chicken dinner. So he claimed a detailed knowledge of the jail, and together they decided that they could they could do it. They can get him out. Yeah, so. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Brain trust there is on it, yeah. and they're going to break out uh, Cowboy from the yeah. state pen. So after their Mensa meeting, they began to contemplate <laughs> plans. Um, she and her accomplice devised a plan to rob a bank in hopes of securing money to aid in breaking Claude Henry out of jail. Now you need some capital. Well, so they're going to rob a bank. Uh, they plan to steal a fast car to use in their getaway. Sounds, none, sounds of those hor- none of that horse-drawn carriage bullshit. No, no, no. They're going to get a fast car. Sounds reasonable. Them and Tracy Chapman. They, uh, let's see. They, uh, Arky knew, planned to rob a bank he knew of in a small town in Arkansas to pay for the expenses. They armed themselves with pistols, which, is there something you'd like to share with the class? No, no, please. Okay. Uh, They armed themselves with pistols, which Tony Joe had gotten a couple of acquaintances to steal for her from a gun shop. Okay. Posing as newlyweds, Tony, Joe, and Arky hitchhike toward Arkansas to their targeted bank. Okay. Oh, my gosh. By the evening of February 4th, Valentine's Day. On yes, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I was going to keep this podcast for Valentine's <clears throat> Day since it's a love story and this yeah. crime occurred, this right. murder occurred on Valentine's Day, but I decided to go ahead and do it now. Well, this is kind of a jacked up script here. Okay. By the, uh, on Valentine's Day, 1940, mm-hmm. they were in Orange, Texas, and they were looking for their the right fast car for them to get away. Okay. Well, they were like, uh, they were like, uh, what's her name? What's that song? Fast cars. Tracy, Tracy Chapman. Chapman. Yeah, Tracy. Chapman. Yeah, I already dro- I already name dropped her. <clears throat> she, she did. Oh, okay. she got Tracy first. Oh, I got her. In there. All right. So, what happened to that girl, dude? I don't know. Uh, she's, she's she's talented though. I love to hear her sing. She's well, okay. So. So they found. They finally found it. They found themselves. They found the car they wanted. Joseph P. Calloway was delivering a Ford Coupe V8 to a friend when he happened upon Tony Joe 
and Arky. The Ford was perfect for them, new and fast for its day, capable of outrunning the police when the jailbreak came, or so they thought. So it could go, you know, 30. It was V8. (laughs) It was V8. It probably went 70 miles an hour. And, you know, I'll try not to get us too far aside, (laughs) but you know what Bonnie and Clyde, Babyface Nelson, all those guys had in common? Ford V8. V8, Ford V8 cars. Mm-hmm. They would steal V8s, and they knew the police could not catch mm-hmm. them. Because the, so, the cruisers could not go as fast as yeah, the V8. They knew they could outrun them. So unaware of So when plan, you get pulled over and you get caught by the cops, you know what you do? You hit your forehead and you say, I couldn't have V8. Yeah. Wow. No. Mm-hmm. I, I No. They usually hit me in the head. Right. So anyway. <laughs> 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 Taze me. Whatever. You don't get out of many tickets, do you, devil? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes because I have nice boobs and I'm smart. Yeah. Okay. That's how she got through college. There All you right. go. So, unaware of their plan, Callaway offered to give the two a ride. Uh, as they drove past... Yeah, because if he was aware of their plan, he probably would have done it. I'm reading the script that you wrote. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marvin's wife. <laughs> this does not sound... You know, this does not bode just well for Mar- me, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Yeah, Marvin's wife just stopped listening now. It's not going to get any better. Oh, so they, lost her. As they were driving past Jennings, Louisiana, <laughs> Tony, Joe, and Arky robbed Mr. Calloway at gunpoint. So they passed... They were passing through Lake Charles uh, and got out to the countryside... When Tony Joe pulled out her 32 caliber revolver and ordered Mr. Calloway to turn off the main road and onto a quiet country road. She told him to stop. They all got out of the car, where, to his amazement, she ordered him to undress. Well, she is a whore. Boy, I bet he was excited for just a half a second. No, because he'd already been robbed, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Arky gathered up his clothes, his watch. Still, you think in the back of his mind something kinky might be going on and there's some hope? You always think that, though. you know, and I and and I and I'll tell you, folks, and nothing worse than and this happens to Colonel quite often. Uh-huh. Women making you undress at gunpoint. You know what? They want to every time I'm around women, they want to kiss me right on the mouth. Mm-hmm. Can't swing a dead cat without yeah. finding finding a whore that wants to kiss Timmy <laughs> on the mouth. All right, so they got they got Arky gathered up all this guy's clothes, watched his money. It was fifteen bucks. Um, Tony Joe wanted the clothes for Cowboy to change into when they sprang him because the pin, the striped suit was going to be obvious. Yeah, yeah. so it was, it was good thinking on their part. They, they planned it out. They were planners. Yeah. They were organizations. Yeah. Well, they were. They were planners. Yeah. Um, she ordered Callaway into the trunk, and they set off with Arky driving and continued for some distance until Tony Joe found a suitable spot. Uh, they got Callaway out. They got Callaway out of the trunk, and she walked him across some across the field to some haystacks. Now he's excited. Yeah. Naked and in a naked in a cornfield. Yeah. Uh, she told him to kneel down and say his prayers, then calmly shot him through the head, killing him instantly. Yeah, why did she do that? Because she's crazy whore. No, I mean it, it made no sense. She had they had the car, they had the money, they had the clothes. Because honey, she had she was crazy whore. Okay. All she had was nice tits and no brains. Because going to call the police, okay. of course. Nice tits, no brains. Yeah, well, yeah you're going to ring up Myrtle on the phone and tell him to get, <laughs> yeah. get Andy. Yeah. Well, and it, Tony, Joe, and Aki they they take off in the Ford after shooting a guy, mm-hmm. and they drive to Camden, Arkansas, where they originally intended to rob that bank. Right. So they book a room in a cheap hotel, which Tony Joe was accustomed to. You know, hey, cheap she hotels. Because she was a poor. All right, thank you, Devil. Wayward young lady. So while Tony Joe slept, <laughs> Arky, who had been who had literally soiled himself 
by Mr. Calloway's cold blooded killing. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't wasn't expecting her to um, shoot the guy. Yeah, that was, he was. <laughs> that was one of those. Okay, the, the plan is gone awry. The plan's yeah. gone awry. Yeah. Yeah. We never we never covered this killing thing. Somewhere yeah, they had a left. good plan up to that point. Uh, he escaped from her in the car that they had stolen. So he and he, he took Calloway's off. clothes with him, which was not the smartest thing in the world to do. Because if they catch you with the car. And the with the clothes in the back, yeah. you know they know you've done some dastardly deed to the poor man. Dastardly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that so murder just was not on this guy's agenda. Right. You know, Arky probably the way I'm picturing Arky. Arky wanted a piece of tail. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he got a hot big yeah. boob woman next to him. He'll drive all over. Yeah. But you shoot a man like that, Arky. Arky smart enough to know, hey, once you get cowboy, I'm disposable too. Mm-hmm. So time to know, bail on this one. Yeah, so if uh, he had her, if he if they had cell phones back in the day, he would have blocked her. He would have blocked her, yeah, <laughs> or unfriended her. Unfriended, unfriended her, yeah, yeah, blocked her completely on Facebook. So anyway, he claimed later that he was broke when he met Tony Joe and Horny, and uh, just went along with a ludicrous, ludicrous plans because she had nice knockers and it would be easy to get lifts back to Arkansas in the company of a girl with big knockers. Yeah, they were hitchhiking. Point. Figured they were hitchhiking. Yeah. yeah, ain't nothing had come in handier. Um, then a girl with big knockers yeah. when you're trying to get. Well, really, out. almost in any situation. You know, the whole except story shopping I told last course. night. The whole story I told last night. We had to take something back to the store. Uh-huh. No receipt. Ain't got the box. Renee go up to the customer service desk. Guy working smiles. there smiles. Smiles. They would have shot me, Timmy. They would have. <laughs> they would have you arrested. They would have had me arrested for shoplifting the damn thing. They would have said, "Oh, you stole this from the store right. here." You heard they just smile. You, you hang in there because your boobs are getting bigger. <laughs> you, hang in, you hang in there, that, champ. You know, listeners, I'm a, I have to post a picture on the page. The colonel is not Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. So anyway, <laughs> murder not on his agenda. Now, she finds herself deserted, and you know she's not happy about this, so she decides to use the last of the stolen money for a bus ticket back to Shreveport, Louisiana. So she looks up an old friend who ran a brothel there because her work experience was being a whore she was and persuaded her to go and stay with her aunt. They had clearly realized that Tony Joe was in trouble, but was only able to get a little bit of information out of the whore. Okay. That'd be nice. Now worried that she worried, the aunt decided to tell her brother who was a policeman. But she found out that he was on vacation. So she explained her concern to a family friend policeman, Sergeant Dave Walker. Walker accompanied the amp back to a house where he interviewed the whore. Okay. Sergeant Walker was aware of Mr. Calloway being reported missing, but completely unprepared for the full confession he was about to hear from the whore. You know, okay. it, I mean, it, it wasn't really well thought out. They killed this guy for no reason. She goes to her aunt's house, and then as soon as they, 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 they as soon as the police come, she spills. She, she spills like a cheap suit. Yeah. Well, just because you got nice knockers, don't mean you're smart. Now we already went over that. So, I'm the exception. Uh, um, she even gave him the revolver with one fired shot and five live rounds still in it. Probably muzzle muzzle out. Yeah. That Here, is take it. this. That's it. 
But Walker was disinclined to believe the woman because no murder been reported, a body been found. Right. Or the car. Right. So he thinks people just randomly walk up and confess to murder? Yeah, but I he bet decided they do a lot, just though. to be on the safe side to arrest her, and he handed over to the Lake Charles police, who took her out in the car to try to locate the body. Well, you know, we talk about so many times that people reported being picked up by serial killers or abused or something, and police just kind of blow them off. So maybe yeah, you know sometimes what? the serial killers and the killers are saying, "Yeah, I did it. Here's the body." Had they been picked up in Manitowoc County, oh, they never get Avery would have. They picked right him would. right up. Oh yeah, they picked him up, uh, no matter what. Well, eventually they located the correct spot, and Mister Calloway's body was found and properly put to rest. And uh, the bullet taken from him was recovered at the autopsy and found to to match the gun. Before Coop was discovered abandoned in Arkansas, Arky just ditched that car. (laughs) And it still had his clothes in it and cigarette butts with the whore lipstick on it. So uh, Tony Joe was formally charged with murder, but refused to give any details of her accomplice because she was was displeased it the way she was being reported in the press. Well, uh, yeah, you got to worry about your press. You got to worry about your ink. Well, her PR person was not doing all about the ink. Job. Yeah, it is about the ink. So eventually, she was persuaded to talk, and Arky, poor dumb bastard, was soon arrested. He was brought back to Louisiana and charged with murder too. They were tried separately, however. Yeah, it didn't uh, turn out well for either one of them, though. Well, Tony Tony Joe's her trial started in Lake Charles in 1940. It was a huge press event, um, and she was described in the press as a sultry, pretty Ooh. brunette. Ooh. When in fact she was just a whore. I'll say that. Okay. In it, she tried to shift the blame for the killing onto Arky, uh, but the jury didn't believe her. After deliberating for seven hours, she was found guilty of murder. And sentenced to whore death. Whore death. No, she was sentenced to what? Death. Death, death. okay. Death. Whore death. Whore death. Not whore death. What? That's cruel and unusual. She's not your kid. Are you her attorney for crisis? No, he's nobody's she's, attorney. She's, she's, she couldn't pass the she's bar. She's misguided. I didn't take the bar. She's misguided. She's a little confused, a little misguided. Had a bad back. I think you're a little confused. <laughs> Well, Poor she thing. appealed on the grounds that the trial judge um, had permitted her permitted conduct prejudicial to her case. See? And and on a side note here, um, all here we the, go all to the, another story. No, the judge just said, hey, if you could, I ain't wearing nothing. He called a sidebar with yeah. Tony up there, said, I got nothing underneath my robes. If you want to crawl under here, this was it, the sentencing. Yeah, that's disgusting. You want to crawl under here and see, you know, maybe I'll go a little bit easy on her. But uh, there was people in the courtroom. The judge got performance anxiety. Nothing happened, so That's he sentenced her to nothing death. Nothing like what happened. No, at all. not at all. Uh, this is totally made up on your part. Yeah, but it would have been cool if it really did. Yeah, happen. but it didn't. Okay. Yeah, but that's not it. No. Well, um, she actually was granted a retrial mm-hmm. because the judge was found uh, playing with his tallywhacker during the first trial. So, Arky testified against her and the jury the second time took only an hour to convict her. Again, the death sentence was pronounced. Mm-hmm. And again, somehow, the or appealed and won. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, this she, oh, she's going down like the Titanic if she's getting this many appeals. 
But anyway, her third trial took place in January 1942 with by now the usual outcome. She knows what the outcome is going to be. She knows what the sentence is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time the Supreme Court saw no reason to overturn anybody. And the lawyers challenged the constitutionality of her sentence. So she had been going through the courts. Louisiana changed its execution method from hanging to electrocution. Okay? Mm -hmm. The court found that this was in line with the Constitution, however, and the state governor let it be known that there would be no reprieve. Now, while various courts rumbled on Tony Joe, while various courts rumbled on, Tony Joe had been incarcerated in the Lake Charles prison. She was baptized. There it God is. God bless her. Yeah. And God did bless her. She was baptized by Father Wayne Richard, a Catholic priest Good man. who attended her. Um, Good man. You know this guy? Man and of the Lord. He threw some holy water. Father. It left a big, ugly burn scar on the, not on, true. on the Whore. side of her face. Man, don't be nice to Tony um, Joe. You are mean. So, you know, that her soul ain't going nowhere but down. She's in heaven looking over us now. Oh, for the love of all that's good and holy. Yeah, now towards the end, she granted an interview to reporters where she tried to explain her feelings towards Cowboy. She also made a sworn statement saying that it was um, her who shot Mr. Calloway. Yeah, I think And a final that. bid to clear Arky. Tony Joe said that Cowboy had to get help, had to get that damn... That damn cocaine monkey off my back. Ah. Which, yeah, I mean, that you, makes no I sense. I hate the cocaine monkey. Yeah, throws the cocaine poo. monkey. And they, they scratch and leave. Yeah, I mean, they, they leave marks. On your back. I mean, he helped her out. She is the only guy that ever loved her. He took care of her. Well, she claimed a cowboy had saved her life and was the only person to ever love her and even, even treated her like a human being. Right. And uh, I'm tired of hearing her sob story. Yeah, she said she would rather die. She'd rather die than see him spend the rest of his life put away in a cage. And as Tony Joe's date with death fast approached, it was Cowboy's turn to ride to the rescue. As he should, since he is Cowboy. Because he's a Cowboy. Just before Thanksgiving 1940. On the still horse he rides. Five days. (laughs) Five days before Tony Joe was scheduled to become the first and only whore to die in Louisiana's electric chair. Cowboy and an accomplice busted out of jail. His plan was to kidnap the judge who had given the death sentence and hold him hostage until Tony Joe went free. So, yet again, another well-thought-out plan. Yeah. But well, he, if he had done that in the first place, she wouldn't <clears throat> have to kill the guy. She wouldn't have to done any of that. Yeah, he was waiting until the last... I mean, he was letting the suspense build. Yeah. Makes it better for a better story. But police rounded up the two idiots in the Beaumont Hotel before they could put the plan into effect. They probably wanted to dance. Yeah. Cal- well, they, they had a good buffet there, breakfast <laughs> buffet, so they wanted to check it out. Continental before. breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> Cowboy was taken back to prison um, with his head hanging low because he had failed to save the... Lord. The lovely Tony Joe. So although authorities were upset with all the trouble the couple had caused, they did, they did break the rules... To allow the couple to speak one last time on the telephone, where Whatever. she employed her boobies, her whore talents to no. uh, stay together, talk on the apparently phone. Apparently, they had phone sex one no. time, one Never. last time. What did she tell him when she talked to him on the phone? Um, I love you, baby. 
Yeah. She, he asked, what are you wearing, baby? No, no, no. And Come she on. said, stripes. The truth. Get to the truth. All right. I love you, honey. She told him, hurry up and get out of that prison suit and walk out the front door like a man so your mother will be proud of you. Go straight and make something of your life. He was giving him good advice. Wow, yeah. listen to you. Well, that's that's your colonel doing a dumb big boob. You sound like you got a vajayjay. <laughs> He, yeah. he usually sounds that way. Now, Tony Joe was oddly cheerful on the boots. next day, November 28th, 1942, while we were in the midst of a horrible war. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. Horrible. War, um, quipping with reporters and photographers as they snapped her jailhouse now, portrait. Here's a picture of her, Colonel, and I'll post it on our Facebook page. That's the day she was executed. Doesn't she look relaxed? She does look relaxed. She looks very relaxed. And they oh, yeah. asked her, she said to the photographers, I've smiled twice, mister. Have you any idea how much talent is being wasted here today? She was very Because she's a whore. How much? Do you have any how idea much whore talent? How, how much whore talent is being wasted here today? That's so mean. Now, here's the funny thing. When you get the death penalty, and I've told you this before, especially the electric chair, they stuff your ass with cotton. Because you soil yourself, and they don't want to have to clean up the mess afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and with her... Doesn't the missus do that to you every night anyway? <laughs> apparently, with her, they had to use... You know, heard the, the the term, the whole nine yards? No. You know how you no, buy no, cotton no, in bulk? Apparently, because she was such a whore, no. they had to use the whole nine yards on no. her. A whole bolt of cloth. But they did, they did cut her hair off. Why did so, they do, well, I guess so they could get the charge through. Yeah, and she was upset about that. So yeah. for her last wishes, she uh, asked only that her death row companion, a small black and white puppy, be given to a niece that she and that she be buried with a crucifix in her left hand because she needed her right hand when she got to hell mm-hmm. to be a... Handmaiden. That's right. Now, when asked if she had any last yeah. words, she said, I believe not. I believe I can fly. I believe I can fly. No, she said, I believe not. While waiting execution, Tony Joe admitted she had lied about Burks and that she had been the killer. Burks got the chair anyway on March. So, uh, didn't do Arky any good. So, Arky and her and Arky got fried. But there's a happy ending to this story. Okay. About two years after Tony Joe's death, a heartbroken cowboy, I mean, his heart was just literally broken. Was paroled. Man, if they waited two years, they'd been together anyway. Well, if they would have waited three months later, three months later they were actually together because he got gunned down on a Dallas street. There you go. <laughs> so he's fitting for a cowboy. So, way for so, a cowboy. so he got paroled and then he got gunned down. So yeah. he's he's in heaven with uh, Tony Joe now. Yeah. So that's the story of Tony Joe. And the cowboy. Brandy, what are your... Do you have any final thoughts of Tony Joe? He's a whore. No, I mean, think about it. It wasn't well planned out. No, it wasn't well planned out. You know what the thing is? She wasn't real bright. She got by on her boobs. She didn't really... I mean, it doesn't look like she had big boobs, though. She was just very attractive. Well, look, it wasn't well thought out. This was... It's like if I sat down with Noah and we were going to plan a robbery. 
and I let Noah plan it out. Well, I mean, some yeah, of it made Noah sense. Drive and get Noah the gun. Yeah, some of it made sense. She needed money. She needed a fast car. She has impulse control issues. She needed uh, weapons, but you know, killing the. That uh, sounds like she got impulse control. Issues. Killing the, I mean, killing the uh, guy for no reason just made no sense. No, there was plenty of reasons. He was a he was I, a loose end. I think. Well, no, I mean, I think she knew it was a. I think she knew it was a bad idea from the beginning. Just going out, but uh, she. This is why I don't have. There was just a meanness in the woman. To no, me. this no, is why I thank I God I don't what have the daughters. Hell? No, hold on, just a goddamn minute. I <laughs> say swear. there's just a meanness in a woman who puts the man on his knees and shoots him right between yeah, the eyes, and, and Timmy says, going, "No, no, 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 no." no. You she know what? Because he could have dated her. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. Here's the thing, though. Look, she's attractive. You know, we should be. We should. I'm all for the death penalty, just not for attractive women. Look, she doesn't that make sense? Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know. There's been a lot of stuff, and me and Timmy came up with a plan. There's been a lot in the news about the Syrian refugees, right? And how are you going to vet them? You know, how do we know that we're not letting just, terrorists into Just the like country? you do in a club in Midtown Manhattan. You have a bouncer at the border, and if they look hot, you let you them let in. You let the hot ones in. Yeah. If they're built nice, the hot, you let them in. But this is why I'm glad I don't have daughters, because... Because they turned into wars. Well, that, and when I, you know, when I was... Not when I was that age... Well, I guess age, he was a whore, but... When, yeah, when I was that age, it was, you know, everything was, but I love him. I love him so much, we're going to be together forever. And imagine if you had a gun. No. Yeah. And you she do, had a lot of drama. That's you do kind of have impulse control problems. I haven't slapped you yet, so I think we're doing all the right. The morphine helps, though. With, you haven't slapped morphine me today. Morphine helps you everything. Have, in fact, <laughs> slapped me before. In fact, I have. <laughs> okay. okay, so we get a lot of... Uh, Those are my final we, thoughts. I'm no, like Jerry Springer. Okay, well, we have a lot. We get a lot of comments, and uh, so I'll just ask you these questions. Uh, people want to know how we know each other. So do you want to address that? We don't. <laughs> we just randomly <laughs> we started this random, podcast. <laughs> we, we all work together. We all work together at the same uh, place. place. And we've known each other. I was other. not going to mention where. Okay. We, uh, we've known each other about three and a half, going on, what, four years? Well, we've have known each other. The devil and I have known each other for going on 12 years now, roughly. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I've known you guys for about four, almost four. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then they want to know, um, are we really mean to you all the time? Yes. No. We love you. First of all, let's establish something. I am the best judge of you if you all are mean to me all the time. No, you I, don't get to say no. I think we can do. But why are we, we mean to you? Votes. Why are we mean to you? Because you are a... I'm not a whore. <laughs> I'm not. We're not mean to you. We're no. not mean to the devil no. in, in, our, in our jobs. Uh no, they're they're good guys. I won't tell them that any other time, but they're good guys, and we tend people to, aren't worried that we're mean to you. We ha- no, we have each other's backs. We're good friends. Yes, we're kind of like the, uh, you know, it's kind of like brothers and sisters, and it, you know, I, I can say bad things about Brandy. Kind of like Lenny and Squiggy. No, it's not I, like that. I can say anything I want about Brandy, but nobody else can say anything bad about the devil. Um. And, and yeah. it's kind of like that, although, you know, in brothers and sisters, you have favorites. And Timmy's obviously my favorite. Clearly. Everyone's but, uh, yeah. But and, and we're uh, dysfunctional. And we like to line up and, and, uh, and uh, team up against the devil because, well, she has the power of evil of 
exponentially more evil than we are. Yes. So the other question we get is, which is your favorite podcast? What topic? I don't remember most of the podcasts. <laughs> never listened to them. Right? You know I have, and I hate the sound of my voice. And I'm and I'm high right now. I couldn't tell you. I very much though enjoyed uh, the this last one that we did with the, the Catherine. Yeah. Did I say it right that time? I like Jonas Salk. <laughs> that course sucked. she did. I like the Sultana myself. Well, that one sucked. That one sucked. No, um, you know my favorite is uh, Rasputin. I think that was my favorite. I liked Rasputin. I actually liked uh, Pissy. On Pissy Coleman? Pissy was a good one. You know what, though? I have fun on all of them. I look forward to doing these. So, I, And really, I do, too. And, like, when someone asks me that, it's like, whatever one I'm working on at the time, that's my favorite one. Right. You know, until we do it. Okay, so that's all for now. Uh, we have important things to do. Uh, what's on TV? Oh, what's you know? We the blacklist came on last okay. night. So we got a pretty pretty big weekend. We like to thank all of you for listening. And where can people find us, Brandy? They can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and someday on YouTube. Yeah, not anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, but we're tr- no, we're we are not trying. Chuck alleges that he's putting us on there, but yeah, we haven't seen it yet. But uh, we're also on Facebook. We are on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter and Brandy's Twitter is vote. You can find us on Twitter at History Dweebs One. Mm-hmm. I this weekend will be going to Louisiana to place uh, some roses on the grave of uh, young Tony Joe Henry. The show might play my pay my respects. Of course you are. All right, Colonel. Any last words of wisdom from you? Um, I pretty much used all my wisdom today, Tim. Okay, and his words. Okay, um, you're working on that man brawl, and <laughs> we'll see you all next time on History Dweebs. Bye bye. Good day. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.